now. It's time for your reality check. And here's the reality coach himself, Mr. Nigel Booth. Welcome to uh, the Reality Check. It is the 1st of December. Where has this year gone? 31 days left and we're into 2023. Well, if you're new to the show, welcome. Grab yourself a brew and have a listen in. We are here to discuss how emotions and our thoughts have a huge impact upon the way that we are. And we've got a great guest in the studio today, uh, Harry Singh. Harry runs a, um, a music studio called Sal Black Music. But before we come and hear his story, I'm going to go straight over to the man in the chair. Glenn, how's it going, my friend? Hello, yeah, going good, thank you. You had a good week? Yeah, it's been good actually. I've been um, I've been on a bit of training for um, part of the networking event that I do, Business Buzz. Okay. Um, which I've mentioned on the show a few times before. And uh, yeah, I've been doing a bit of training on how best to uh, make new connections and have great conversations with people. Excellent. And again, it's, it's worth just plugging that again, mm. is that you run a, a local networking group called... Business That's right, Business Buzz. Buzz in Northampton, yep. And if people wanted to sort of, because it's a very different way of networking mm. from a business point of view, how would people get in touch with you to sort of attend there? Yeah, so the best way is either go on Google and look up Business Buzz Northampton, mm-hmm. um, or look me up on LinkedIn, Glenn Thomason, and send me a connection request, and I can send you an invite. Excellent, there you go. You can't ask any more than that. You've got a small business, you've got a big business and you want to do some networking, get in touch with us here and Glenn will sort you out. Mm. So, today... We're going to be talking to Harry Singh. First and foremost, Harry, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Nigel. It's nice to be here. Excellent. So how are things with you? It's all right. A little bit cold outside, but better sitting indoors. I can tell you <laughs> what, the winter is coming. But again, yeah. I've got to say, today's not been too bad. It's been mild today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good. So we're here because I met you just only a few weeks ago, and I was really impressed with, with your resume of, of what you've been doing. You know, um, you, you've worked with a lot of people. I know that you work in the music music industry yeah. i believe you've had a number of number one hits yeah um, you've been supporting lots of people so we're going to go right from the word go and i'm just going to give you the mic to say introduce yourself yeah. to to our listeners and tell them just a little bit about you and what you're doing hi people it's nice to be here um uh, big shout out going to all the staff at revolution radio <laughs> and everybody listening uh my name is harry singh i'm originally from east london been in Northampton for about 15 years plus-ish. Um, been into, well, been into and in music, I'd say for the last, I'd say about 30 years-ish. Wow. Yeah. And um, So music is really big in, in your life. Yeah. You know, and, and, and you run a music studio here. And, and, and exactly when you say a music studio, that's where people come along and, and with their, their instruments and their, their voices and, and they record. Yeah, that's right. So so tell me a little bit about that. How long have you been doing that? And it's, so, it's called Sal Block Music. That's right, yeah. And based here in, in the heart of Northampton, yeah, right, right in the right town centre. Yeah. Wow, okay. So tell us a little bit about Sal Block Music. So, um, I'm an artist myself in uh, the Asian music world, in uh, kind of predominantly Bangra music. Okay. Uh, I've been into that, say, about 20 years-ish, um, launching into that. I was kind of one of the guys that brought, like, the Asian fusion in. So, you know, like the East-West connection, you know, mm-hmm. fusing, um, like, Bangra, folk Bangra music with hip-hop. And I was there through, like, the Bangra garage phase, which Ministry of Sound done a, um, a documentary on not so long ago. Wow. Um, been there from the very start, um, from, like, when BBC, before Asian, BBC Asian Network was kind of born. 
and uh, it's kind of just spiralled really from there you know the passion got greater and everything was um, it, it kind of it, gra- it grabbed me and things got serious you know so led to me having tracks uh, out with guys that I used to bunk school to go and watch at daytime as an hour work with them you know so wow 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 the reality check with the reality coach Nigel Bowes we are talking with Harry Singh from um, Sal Block Music really interesting I know that music has been a, a big part of you for, for a long time but yeah. let's start from the beginning so you you grew up in London yeah and, and Asian music of course was, was a big part of you tell me a little bit more it about was, what um, was it like in, when you were a, a young lad uh, a young Asian lad it was um, me being born uh, you know in England it was like with my brothers they were born in Africa right okay and, uh, so your brothers are older than you yeah yeah. so there's, there's quite a big age gap you know, between me and my brother and, and then uh, a, a few years between the one older than him and then there's my sister right which is the captain you know she's older than all of us <laughs> <laughs> and she rules all of you oh yes yeah excellent that's what I like to hear <laughs> yeah, she, she, she's the real boss you know good 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 so what yeah. was it like because of course you know we, we're going to talk a little bit in a short while about Sal Block music music yeah uh, but what was it like in, in your household growing up with, with with all the different styles of music that, that were around in those days you know with uh, with the styles that around them days was you know I was quite you know obviously coming f- in from an Asian household you know you got the there wasn't any Asian radio stations kind of in the early days so even those were like pirates you know and uh, right but there was only certain days that they'd be on so but kind of in the like late eighties, say mid eighties, some remix stuff started coming out. Now there was artists like Bally Sagu and he was like predominantly I'd say the main one. Now he fused like Bangra with reggae. Right, okay. And uh, you know, he was signed to a big label. I think if I'm correct, he was actually the first million pound deal for Sony mm-hmm. and uh, crossed over mainstream. Wow. You know, he's worked with some really big guys and um so and that kind of it that whole vibe just took off, you know, and there was this, and it was like, um, um, he's, uh, he's, he's, he's an English reggae artist based in Birmingham, mm-hmm. uh, Cheshire Cat, and he was the rapper that was on, on that album, and like this, it just gave birth to this really just diverse, you know, mishmash of music, which was just really, really cool, and so many artists spiraled and came out of that scene. Like there was Taz uh, Stereo Nation, and it was because going back know, to those eighties, yeah, there, there, you know, I, I think you're right, and I'm just trying to reflect back myself now. You know, it, it didn't seem to be that much of a of an Asian mix no. uh, of, of anything really. It wasn't. No. Uh, so, so what was it that grabbed you to sort of because Asian uh, music is in you? Yeah, you know, you, you've got your music studio. You've we're going to talk shortly about all of the stuff that you've done. But what was it that grabbed you as as a, a young Asian lad in in, in the, the east end of, of London, the heart of East End of London, yeah, and, and and you wanted to go and sort of be a part of this vibe. What was it that grabbed you? I think that was I blame my brothers for that because they were heavily involved in like the rave scene, and um, you know they're secu- they're doing security at the clubs and stuff, and involved with like promotions, club promotions, which were like the Asian gigs and stuff, you know, which was very few and wide. But that that yeah. scene just blew up, man. We're talking like Bagley's Warehouse, Hammersmith Palais. We're talking thousands and thousands of people. Wow. And, you know, we were too young to get in. 
so we, we weren't even allowed anywhere near it well we knew what they were up to you know yeah, yeah. And we're like, I'm gonna one day I'm gonna be on the other side of those doors yeah 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 which happened yeah and um, and I loved it and I'm still loving it now the reality check with the reality coach Nigel Bowes. Harry, you were just talking about what was it like to be growing up in the in the heart of, of the East End of London as a youngster in the eighties, and how you were getting into music. Um, so, what was it that, that really got you into your? Because you were also saying that you, you started presenting your music quite early doors and yeah. doing a number of shows. What was that like then? Well, we started um, because like my brothers were quite heavily involved in like the gig scene and what yeah. was happening then so you know the, these gigs they, they were different then because you know you had your reggae yeah, like your reggae gigs mm-hmm. and then you know coming after that like like the jungle scene was absolutely massive you know what what is the jungle scene like uh, jungle music that's what I like to call it drum and bass now yeah like drum, drum and bass it's slightly right. different to drum and bass isn't it? yeah. it's like a subcategory of drum and bass but yeah okay you no, see this drum is... and bass is a subcategory of jungle let's oh, is get it? that right I've got oh, it right oh I've messed <laughs> up already Look, I jumped nice. in there because I thought I had something I thought I was something I could contribute and I got it wrong instantly okay. so I'm going to go back I, to being quiet now. <laughs> can you just sit in the corner and just do yeah, that yeah sorry about that guys that's alright don't do it again so you, you you grew up in, in, yeah. in, in the east end of of, uh, of London. You got this this hook in for music, yeah. And then you moved over to to not uh, to to Northampton. What was the difference? What is the difference in the two? Well, before I left London, I spent some time in Leicester. So I was actually there for about about three to four years. Right. Um, and again in the music scene there. Yeah, that kind of um, when I was I M C. You know that. Yeah, a rap. You know, that really took off for me there because the like with garage music and the jungle music. By the time I'd left London, it was absolutely massive, and it was kind of creeping up north. Right, uh, one corridor. Yeah, yeah. So I'd kind of beat it, I think, by about maybe a year. And but when I went to Leicester, I took all my mixtapes and you know and my records and stuff with me. Tapes, so, yeah. Can you see now we are going back? Tapes, it, yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember the, tapes. Yeah, just cassette about. tapes. I remember the eight tracks. Yeah, I had an eight track in my car. Yeah, no, you've lost yeah, me. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, there you go. Sorry, my friend. No, go on, cool. carry on. While I was in Leicester, like I was, because I was from London and that kind of whole vibe, you know, ended up up in the Midlands okay and I was the closest thing they had to an MC because they were booking the London DJs so they were like oh right. H is here you know like we'll just get him yeah yeah and, yeah um, and I became you know, HMC and and it kind of just took off and then I'd say about four years I was just like really heavily on the gig circuit there was not a place where you're gonna go to um, like a a multicultural event yeah yeah you know like I'm talking nightclub nightclub stuff where you know they're playing reggae they're playing jungle they're playing bangra you know they've got r&b room it was so diverse and amazing and you're involved that in, and i was in every like, i'd be on stage in one room and I'd be like hey she needs you in the r&b room and then uh, i'd do about three rooms and next thing you know i'm across the road in the other club and then i'll be you know and i was like right we gotta go because we gotta go to loughborough and then we're wow. in nottingham and that's really cool actually. fun days fun yeah, days yeah. different hats on yeah yeah it sounds yeah, fun giving the people what they want about a year after I'd say you know I went to London for a few months and I, then I ended up in Northampton and the same thing happened but that whole scene had taken off with such a blast and it was everything was kind of set in stone then get in touch with the reality coach and be part of the reality check email nigel 
at therealitycoach.co.uk. You started to work with young people. Um, why did you start working with young people? I think, uh, to be totally honest, in my younger days, I was a, uh, I was a bit of a menace. Okay. You know, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, kind of fell into bad company, but I, I believe now, like a lot older, the way I see it is, not everybody knows what they're doing when they're young, mm. you know. And I learned, I learned this one thing where, like, we'll just call him the wise man, you know. Once yeah. I mean, he goes, "There's people that are just a nuisance, you know, but you've got products of." your environment and you got victims of their society and that really made me think you know like just be and it's, it just reminds me of a lot about what's happening in the schools and, and things these days just because one person's doing something stupid oh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that but you know or doing something silly yep and the person that has never you know just looks on it and it worries them, but they feel like they have to do the same or yep. something equivalent just to be accepted into that group. And, and it just, it spirals. I, I think it just, you know, it's that's like a like a pandemic in itself, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's been there forever. Yeah. You know, because I think you're right. When we are younger, you know, we're in those sort of impressionable ages. Yeah. And we don't really understand who it is that we are. We're in that sort of transition from being a, a, a child or a young person yeah. to, you know, an adult, you know? It's, it's, it's a very difficult period of time. And I think you're right. Being able to establish who it is that I am yeah. and how do I see the world. Sometimes it can be misleading yeah. and sometimes when we don't feel that we fit in yeah how easy is it to, to sort of slip into something mm. that really isn't yeah. you but you, you feel some feeling. sort of like tribal connection somebody Absolutely. brings something along and you're like oh right this is my family but yeah. actually have they got your best intentions oh. and are you thinking about the long-term consequences and a as a young person yeah. probably not, <laughs> not. a lot yeah. of the time i think you're yeah. right uh, glenn i think a lot of the time no it's not so uh, you started to work with young people yeah because um I, i'd got myself into a lot of trouble um when i was younger mm-hmm. i think looking back on it now it's like i think my age actually kind of saved me you know because now you can get a custodial you know at, at 13 years old mm-hmm. you know luckily for me you know that wasn't the case when i was younger but if i look back at it now it really scares me and uh, you know having kids of my own yeah yeah I was like, I still sit there sometimes thinking, what was I thinking? You know, what was I thinking? And I just, I feel that a lot of the kids that I see uh, around these days and what they're doing, is like, I look at them, I was like, you know, I've done things that you don't even know about yet and I've got away with. And it's a, what a waste of life. And if I can do something to just give you that little pull and put you back on track, well, you can carry on being cool and, and yeah, doing yeah. what you want to do, but you don't have to, you know, it's be a bully. It's about self-expression, yeah, isn't it? It's we, like, you know, we're trying to create environments where not just young people, but all of us everyone, can yeah. go and self-express in a very positive manner. Uh, you've been working with young people yeah. and, you know, you, you do that because you want to inspire them to self-express in a positive manner through music. Yeah rather than getting into violence or getting into things that may not be as positive. Yeah. Um, and you're also wanting people to start to sort of get into the music like you did and come into the studio yeah. and start to, to, to have a go at recording and, and getting into it in a positive manner. So tell us a little bit about cell block music and where it is and how people can get involved with it. Right. Cell block music is something I uh, put together about five years ago. The whole idea for cell block music is kind of in the name where um, anybody that's feeling like they're they're being shut out you know okay or um, 
Not you're heard? Not, yeah, not heard. Things like that. It's not like, getting a break? Yeah, all of that. Wow, So wow, the wow. whole point of cell block music was I had enough of being shut out and feeling locked out. Okay. So I opened up cell block music and locked myself in. Wow, wow, so, wow. So um, anybody else that feels like that, yeah. So, so if we've got any of our particular in, here in Northampton, yeah. you know, if we've we've got um, anybody young, middle aged, old that want to come and sort of, of get into this, yeah. they can get in touch with you, and so they come along to the studio. You've got producers and you've got everybody there to mix it all for you. Know, yeah, yeah. I am um, I'm basically hands on with absolutely everything. So whether that will be you opening up, you know, talking about your social media. Uh, anything to do with PR, you're re- uh, releasing music, just recording, um, just to chat about if you would like to get into it, whether you're thinking about it and just want to have a little talk about it, we're there for that. Well, uh, well how, look, look, you know, because again, I'm, I know that time is running running fast with us here. Yeah. Uh, so how can people, have you got a website? Yeah, so you can uh, get us on Instagram at cellblockmusicuk. Uh, on the Facebook the same um, or you can go on to my personal website which is hmcuk.life okay okay and and you, you're you're open to to anybody and you really wanted to make a, a big impact on on here at northampton on on the music industry that's right yeah. and actually be putting this northampton town center on the, the base of, of of a real good music scene yeah you know i'm here now so um and i kind of you know music's been my passion for a long time and i'd like to help whoever else i can that's wow. got, uh, that shares the same passion you know? and that's exactly what it is here for on, is, on, on yeah it is yeah, you know, paying the, it forward where you the can rea- absolutely the reality check and that's what yeah. we're here for to give people that inspiration and paying it forward when we can and also taking it back when we need it yeah I want to take this opportunity again to say thank you so much for coming in hmm. again I'd love to get you to get back in give us a bit of an update on what's yeah, going on and, and again you're just up the road from here literally yeah. ten, 10 blocks up from, from us you're there I'm yeah. on Abington Street so uh right above Costa Coffee so wow. there you go. Yeah. Well, what a great opportunity for people listening yeah. uh, go you know. for a Costa Coffee get yourself upstairs and actually yeah. record yourself a song amazing Harry thank you I cannot yeah, wait to see somebody from Northampton be getting number one here in the UK it would be fantastic yeah. guys if you want to get in touch you want to appear here on the show don't hesitate to get in touch just drop us a line at Nigel at therealitycoach.co.uk and we'll sort it have a great week and we'll see you all next week The Reality Check with The Reality Coach Nigel Bose. Get in touch with The Reality Coach and be part of The Reality Check. Email nigel at therealitycoach.co.uk Thanks for listening. Until next time.